Y'all listen to the Express Truth Show with my man Mark Hamilton. So stay locked is it? Ha <laughs> ha! Big Stigs. You're locked into the Express Truth Show. Yeah? Keep it locked. Yo, squad, eh? It's your diva, Riva, R-I-V-A. You're locked into Express Truth. The truth can only be one, and one is all. So listen to the truth, understand the truth, and then add your truth. Welcome back, welcome back, people. It's the Express Truth Show. Making Thursdays great again. Lockdown business, man. This is the second podcast. The first podcast on official lockdown, but the second podcast on lockdown. And I hope everyone's relaxing, chilling. People, it's not all bad, man. Use this time wisely. You don't have to... Don't look at it just as a, as a negative. Like, think about any other time when you would be off work for this amount of time. Um, for those who are on the messed up contracts and all of that. From what I'm, from the understanding, what I'm getting is that there's a way that everyone everyone will be will be paid um, outside of self employment. So if you're employed, you have nothing to worry about. You should receive 80% of your wages throughout this period. Um, 80% should cover all your bills and stuff. The extra money, the extra 20%, just think about it. You won't be eating lunch at work. You won't be traveling to and from. So whether you're on the bus, whether you're on the train, whether you're in car, you don't have to worry about petrol, bus ticket, train ticket. So it's not all bad people. It's not all bad, man. So let's get into it, man. Steven, what's going on? Yo. Quarantine making Thursdays great again. We're just here to uplift your mood, keep your spirits high, keep you sane. Yeah. Keep your mind out of the out of the sunken place, man. Because I'm getting a lot of messages from people talking about the feeling low and they're not feeling great and stuff so things like this are gonna save you you know get me listen to the express truth man binge all the shows read a book meditate get in touch with yourself man sort out your spirit fam commune with nature i know you can't go outside but just open the window fam and look let your mind wander fam 
But even you can step onto your front part, your front, your front garden or your back garden. If you want to, yeah. If you want to take chance, yeah. It's up to you. Obviously, you're allowed outside for an hour if you're going shopping. But it depends on whether or not you want to take the chance. If it gets desperate, fam, and you're talking about I ain't taking the chance, fam. Just draw the curtains, fam. Throw on the Chromecast and Google pictures of the sun, fam, and just let your mind travel, fam. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. People. There's so much you can be doing around this time. Um, After you, family. We're going to start off like this, talking about this lockdown. So, for me, what I would say is how to kind of get through this, the, the lockdown and break your day up, yeah? You need to follow a routine. If you're someone who, like most of us, who have worked continuously, you've always had a routine continuously from from your left school. You need to find a routine for your day at home. Break your day up. So you pick a time that you get up. You pick a time that you have breakfast. You pick a time that you have exercise. You pick a time that you'll watch a movie. You pick a time that you'll have a nap. You pick a time that you'll, you know, whatever else, family around you. You pick a time that you're cleaning up the house. Break it up like that. The night time is the easiest part of the day. I've found. But for the whole day, the times that we'd usually be out. The reason why night time's the easiest time is because that's usually the time most of us are already home, relaxing, ready for the next day. It's the times that we're usually out and about that we are that a lot of people are struggling with. So those times, find a routine. Find a routine. And um, how you been getting on with it, Stephen? Me? I've been chilling, you know. I'm not going to lie. I've been blessed, fam. If I'm not sleeping, I'm doing push-ups or something. I might be watching a little series, a little movie, or I'm reading a book. But to be honest, tell you the truth, don't want to give it a... Don't want to give it a, the golden goose, you get me? I've been, man, I've been writing, to be honest. Just been trying to get back into creative mode, fam. Like, I'm all right, innit, fam? I'm all right. Like, these these kind of trying times, you know what it is? It tests your mental stability, you know? Because you got to think about it. Like, this should show a lot of people that they should behave themselves. Because I hear people bawling, I'm not staying in the house, I can't stay in the house. But make sure when all this is said and done and it's over with, make sure you behave yourself, you know, and you don't end up in no trouble with the authorities, fam. Because you're crying about this. What if you actually went to prison where you don't have a choice and there's no Netflix and all of this? And, and don't try to tell me, oh, man, sneak stuff in. I don't want to hear that rubbish, fam. Yeah, man, sneak stuff in. But like we just, like keyword being sneak, you have to sneak it in. It's not just there. It's not like when you're at home. It's not just there where you can just jump on a WhatsApp, jump on a Netflix, jump on a Disney Plus, jump on a YouTube. So just behave yourself, man. Keep your ass at home. Like people need to learn. Like people have looked like, like we spoke about it earlier, the, the whole Bugsy thing. That just goes to show you what's happening when people aren't keeping the ass at home. All I'm hearing is horror stories on the road, fam. They're saying that some, um, I think it was a nine-year-old or something, got stabbed in London, fam, in the park. Hold on, let me just get the facts up, there. Make sure I'm not misquoting the thing. And I'm saying, like, how are people even out and about? You're supposed to be at home. It's mental. Like you said, it's completely mental these times. 
It's completely mental, man. As in, it's about your mental state. Mm -hmm. Your mental state needs to be in position at a time like this. You got to know how to to spread your time out. You got to know how to occupy your time and be creative as well. You, You can use this time to be creative like Stephen said he's writing. Be creative, man. You can use this time to be creative. Um, the reason there's no bomb stories, people, is because bomb stories, I don't think you understand, like, that's not just something that we just do like that straight away. A lot of preparation goes into them stories. So even though we're on lockdown, like, I can't rush one just because I always gather. Listen, a- listen, like, family, let me, like, I know what you're saying. Let me just tell them, Racha, because you're being, you, you, you're being nice with it. People, them, yo, we have to space out this thing, you know. Mark's not suddenly going to give you five stories in one week just because we're locked down. Yeah? Like, all this stuff, it's not made-up stuff. It's based on real-life situations, man. So things have to be paced out. So you're going to get them like you usually would get them, man. You'll get bonus content, but that's going to come in the forms of other things. Yeah? So relax, man. I know you love the Brum stories, but relax a bit, man. Sorry, folks, I got it wrong. It was a girl who was seven-year-olds who was seven, year, seven years old, was stabbed to death by a stranger in front of her family in the park as a woman is detained under the Mental Health Act. Yeah? And I think it was early because it says the air ambulance landed at Queen's Park just before 3pm on Sunday. You see what I mean? Just stay at home, man. Because it's pure horror stories I'm hearing when people think it, this is some, like, day out thing. Time to have ice cream and jam sandwiches in the park and thing, fam. Have a marmalade sandwich like your name's Paddington Bear, fam. It's not picnic time, lad. And a lot of the stuff that's being sent around as well, it's not true. So, don't get me wrong, I've been guilty of that too, where someone sends something and I've sent it on without fact-checking it, like, a lot of people have got a lot of time on their hands and want to spread propaganda. Like, everyone's got a, a auntie or a mom who works at, who works in the heart of the the, the whole thing, know, who knows something no one else knows, and they've just leaked the information to them. Now, a lot of it might be true, but a lot of it's not true as well. So let's not feed into fake news as well. And like help spread fake news, like a lot of it's not true. Now I do know that they're they're building a um they're putting together like a um some kind of hospital thing. Uh yeah, in Exile London, they're using the space for corona patients from four thousand beds to say. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Have, have you seen the video? The space looks absolutely enormous, man. It's huge. Huge. And they're saying that there's more um they're making more space for for graves. As well. Yeah, I seen that video as well. The geezer was told he goes, the council workers were told to be, was it like a thousand graves or something? Yeah, mad like that. But people remember that Boris Johnson already said, you know, be prepared to lose loved ones. So you're just seeing that the evidence supporting that. To what I'm saying, but however, I do believe that a lot of the celebs like they say one thing. And then when you see them, they got no symptoms, nothing. But then the average man, they say, ah, oh, and that's the thing. Everyone keeps saying, oh, yeah, well, it can be like this or it can be like that. 
But don't you think it's a coincidence that all the celebs have got it good, the good side of it. None of them have got the bad side of it. Yeah, speaking of that, there's a video I just saw on Instagram or a post with Idris and he's saying like, oh, I'm blessed. I've got no symptoms. Apparently the doctor said that after this, we'll have uh, immunity for a, a, a limited time or whatever. Because I think that was the plan, you know, like they wanted everyone to catch it because they were like, oh, everyone will get immune. But I'm saying, fam, I don't want to risk it because the re- isn't the fact that you've stopped calling it Corona and you're saying COVID-19, is it because it's a new strand in it? So you're trying to say everyone catches it and gets immune, but let's say, boom, it comes back around next year and it turns into COVID-20. Exactly. And, and that immunity no longer... You know what I'm saying? So I'm not trying to catch it, fam. And obviously they finally started reporting that people have been dying who didn't have any underlying health conditions. Like I've been saying from the jump on the show and after show, I didn't believe that anyway, personally, that it was just people who had asthma or maybe cancer or something mad that was catching it and dying it. I was saying that from the jump. So people go on thinking, yeah, it's just old people and, oh, I'm going to be fine. And Yeah, man, keep thinking that from. And then Prince Charles, they said Prince Charles has got it now. Mm-hmm. So he's 71. Looks quite healthy, but I bet you he'll be fine with no symptoms as well. See what I'm saying? Like, so we have to just... We have to just use our common sense as well. Like, we can't get into that thing where we keep listening to what is being sent around on WhatsApp. We have to use our common sense too. See what I'm saying? We have to use our common sense because all the celebrities and famous people have no symptoms. None. America or England. No cough. No cold. Everyone's getting better. But, but then you see a woman half near on her deathbed. The other one, what with that horrible cough that we played in the um, in the podcast last week. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. You've been a judge, people, but as things stand, it's just about getting through. Keep your head down, and only go out if it's absolutely necessary. Facts. You don't want to keep rushing in and out for small things. Like some people, this has shown me that some people just don't like the space they live in. Like your so house you should need, be your castle, man. Your house should be your cat. You should love your you house. You need to do something about it, fam. That means some people must really hate their home why they can't stay there. Because we still ain't, I don't think we're a solid week. We're not a solid week in lockdown yet. Nah. A couple of days, I think it is. Because Subway's just closed. Subway's still open. Subway closes at 5 p.m. today. But I know that all the takeaway food services are still running. Like, oh, yeah. As, well, for takeaways, yeah. Jossie, Uber Eats, Deliveroo, they're Who's all running. Who's delivering them, fam? Because most of these places have been locked down. Who's the... Deli- I'd have to go on there and look. Let me go some, to limit it now. Yeah, some of them are open for delivery only. To what I'm saying? Not that man want to order, you're mad. Well, just, let's let's just see. That's 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 a way of, of, of catching it, you ask me. That's what I'm saying? Enter your postcode. See if anyone's open. If this is... If people... Whoa, this is mad. This quite... All right, let me read some names out. It says, um... Dixie Chicken. Caspian. Smeedos. Dixie Chicken again. Barani Bucks. Charlie's Kitchen. Broadway 2. 
Mr. Singh's Pizza, Tennessee Fried Chicken. Hold on, wait, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I'm the all up. No, because I'm clicking on it to see. Because, you know, sometimes it just shows them on the front, but they're not open. But now nah, it says they're open, fam. Say, some of them say collect now, delivering from five. So that means they're still open, innit? Because on here, you, they would, because they have closed on here when they're closed, don't they? That's it. And they've, bit... and they've opened up all um, shop and work, off licenses as well. They've said they can open because they're a vital part of um, the running of the country. Well, the off, no, the off, no, the off, I'm not surprised to hear that because you know why people are still going to be buying liquor, not even necessarily just to drink, like you know, to try use a disinfectant because apparently some people are really struggling to get hand soap and stuff in it. So I'm not surprised to hear that. But people have been, they will be getting cleared out for liquor to drink though, because the supermarkets as well. That's one thing that was gone as well. The bit that just shows you the state that the country's in. The beer was gone, fam, because I've seen a couple of videos, but then. Most of the corona was still in the shelves. <laughs> I remember you were saying on the live. Yeah, blood. So it's just mad. So, all right. That's enough corona for this week's show, then. Let's move into the next topic. So, Jay Hoss, we recently done a video on YouTube and we're discussing Jay Hoss and his clothing line. Yes. People were upset because the clothing line was very, very expensive. A coat, eight hundred pound. T-shirt, between two and three hundred pound. Pajamas, two fifty to three hundred pound. And people were saying that it's very, very. He jumped out the window charging these prices. Well, anyway, since we made that video, the news came in that the clothing sold out completely, and he's been getting a lot of um, praise Thanks. online. Um, people are saying, ah, oh, congrats, Jay Host, you sold out, etc., etc. So, we just want to update it, really. Um, well, congrats on it. It's good for you, innit? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna lay the foundation, man, and then Mark's gonna come in and build the house, yeah, because we're gonna break down the science behind this. Because a lot of people see this sold out thing, and yeah, man, mad thing. Oh yeah, that goes to all the haters. All oh, people are wrong because people. Don't understand the art of business. And people don't know, like, this whole just saying your thing sold out really fast is an element of business, yeah? Because when you think about it, in this day and age that we live in, it's a kind, it's kind of monkey see, monkey do. It's reverse psychology as well. Because it, it comes into the old saying of you want what you can't have. So I'm selling mobile phone cases, yeah? at £10 each. I might only have 10, 10 cases to start with because I'm just I'm just trying a thing. I'm just feeling out the waters, yeah? Boom, them 10 selling a week. Boom, sold out. People are going to look and say, oh, mad thing. Them Superman 91 cases are gone. You know, damn, I need one, fam. Can't get one nowhere on the streets for love, no money, where, 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 where. Because that creates demand, fam. Yeah? That imply, implementing that technique creates demand out of nowhere. Because a lot of brands do it. Jordan brands, they've made a killing doing this. Yeezys do it as well. Apple do it as well. 
Like a lot of big companies do this because it creates demand. Obviously, like don't get it twisted. The big, huge, established corporations like to have their fan base, to have their true following, obviously. But like my whole point being is it can be applied to the small businesses and smaller brands. And that's what a lot of people are doing. I'm not even trying to knock us, you know, but family, everyone's all, yeah, yeah, yeah. For all you know, my man could have had five pieces of each item and they've sold or even two. Like, you don't know. Like, with situations like this, before you start jumping over the moon and that, show the receipts, fam. Show me that he had, like, a thousand units of each thing. So you had a thousand of that T-shirt, you had a thousand of that T-shirt, you had a thousand of those coats, you had a thousand pajamas, you had a thousand this, you had a thousand that. Because obviously, like, it sold out quick. And obviously, in my head and it, like, congratulations on it, but I think deeper in it. I'm looking at it like everyone's practically in lockdown now. Like, who's really fussed about buying a, a T-shirt and a coat and a jacket right now? And is it even going to get delivered to my yard firm? Because I'm sure the post and that has stopped now. I know people are talking about Amazon still delivering, but I don't think that's coming through Amazon. Do you? Talk to me, Cake, man. What you all saying? right, all right. So like, this, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of um, history. Yes. Let me just let me just get straight. All right. There's a lot of history in this, in in what Stephen's saying, and I want to kind of break it down and elaborate a bit more. So, people, first of all, J Horse and the, the other clothing lines like Montclair, Stone Island, Nike, Reebok, Umbro, you name it. Any of these clothing brands you see are in no way, shape or size um, something that you can compare to what I'm saying. Can't compare them. Um, we spoke about it on the comments in YouTube. Um, first of all, J-Hoss's overheads are non-existent, really, compared to their overheads. They're paying for distribution, marketing. That's what really sells a product, distribution and marketing. So J-Hoss has a line of about five pieces. Uh, if you include the colors, say 10 pieces. Now, J-Hoss might have a fan base. And when I say fan base, you know, a football club, what they call a fan, is someone who puts money into that club throughout the year. So you ain't really a fan of a football team unless you're buying a shirt, you're paying to go to a match or something like that. Unless you're buying merch or you're paying to see the team, you're not a fan. You can't be a fan and you're not putting money in. That's a fact. So let's stay on that same... Let's stay along them same guidelines. So J-Hoss has his clothing line. The only His fans are only supporting the clothing line if they're buying it. Now, whoever is involved with J-Hoss's clothing line knows that he might have a, a reach of a million people. Let's round it off to that. But out of that million people, there might only be 20,000, and I know these numbers are mad people, but there might only be 20,000 out of that that are willing to put their hand in their pocket. Now, let me just support what I'm saying. When you look at people like Little Boosie, when you look at people like Soldier Boy, when you look at people like these social influencers, 
These social influencers could have a following of 200,000 people. But if they're trying to sell a t-shirt, they will only sell 100 units. Let's go into a different argument. You might have a YouTuber who's got 150,000 subs on YouTube, but his Patreon don't even have 50 people. That's because not everyone who's following you is spending money. Now, let's get back to the J-Hoss situation. Out of that 20,000 people, they know whoever's involved in J-Hoss's clothing line. There's only 20,000 that are potentially going to buy it. Look at the demographic of who listens to J-Hoss. I would say it's people that are under 30. Most people under 30 don't buy coats for £800. No matter how much people want to say, this man traps or that, how much people live that lifestyle, a very few people live that life. We see all the time, but not a lot of people live like that who can buy a coat for £800. That's a fact. You, you like who's listening to this, how much times have you bought a coat for £800? That's the question. So, they know this, the people involved in the clothing lines. So, he's got to aim it at even less than the 20, because out of that 20,000, take out 10,000 who ain't going to spend that kind of money. The remaining 10,000 who probably can afford it won't want to spend that kind of money. So let's take it down to, say, 2,000 people. Them are the amount of units we could be talking. We could be talking that when you start, when you get stock made, when you get clothing made from scratch, the company will always have a minimum quantity. So they could say to J-Hoss, you have to do 500 pieces of this coat. Now, in hindsight... 500 pieces is nothing. 500 pieces is nothing of a jacket to the amount of people that I started off with, even to the 20,000. Now, them 500 pieces, which I doubt he even sold that because, first of all, big respect to him because I don't want no one to get this mixed up with hating. But let's go into LeVar Ball. There was a guy called LeVar Ball, that is LaMelo, um, them basketballers in America. Uh, I, forgot his, I forgot the boy's name, but he played for the Lakers. Now, uh, LeVar. LeVar's the dad. LiAngelo, LaMelo, and there's another one. Yeah. Lonzo, Lonzo Ball. Lonzo, that's it. Now, they made some trainers. Now, the reach that Lonzo had and LeVar, they were on ESPN. I'm talking millions of views week in, week out. And the trainers, he only made 500 pieces. You see what I'm saying? So, it's chalk and cheese. J-Hoss and them, that's chalk and cheese. So, so J-Hoss could have made 100 of them cuts. Now, what you do is, and people listen, what you do, out of them 100 cuts now, you got to break it down into sizes. So he could have 50 small, 100 medium, 100 large, and 50 extra large. Or even, drop drop it even less than that. Just make it make sense, people. When he puts it online, he could have 100 pieces. So now, he only needs to sell 100. But he knows, 
selling a hundred at eight bills, pays for the the clothing, pays for the next batch, and also the sold outside now. The importance of this, because you need to understand this, listeners. This is where it started. Nintendo, I'm coming off subject now, but I'm st- it makes sense. Nintendo made, they had the SNES, Super Nintendo. That was a massive seller for them. Then they had the Dreamcast, that was a flop. The GameCube, that was a flop. So because of those things flopping, what they said is, they were making the, the Nintendo Wii. And they said, if we make the Nintendo Wii, we're not going to make as much stock as what we've made in the last two, so we don't lose out. So they made very limited units. If you're old enough to remember this, you'll remember. They put these units out. When they put them out, they all sold out. The, the, The console blew up way bigger than they thought it would. But now they didn't have no consoles. So it meant that they had to make more to start selling more. But in that time, every time people would go into the shops and say, Where's the, if you got a Nintendo Wii, they would say, no, it's sold out. What that then did is increase the demand for the product. Because as humans, we want what we can't have. So every time people wanted that console, you couldn't get it. And it made them want it more. Because now it brings in Mystique. What's so good about this console while it's selling out? Plus, a man who was able to get his hand on it could say, I've got one. I've got, everyone wants something that I've got. That was the the real start of it. After that, you see um, Jordan brand are very big on it. Because one time, Jordan, you could go in the shop and buy Jordans at any time you wanted. Especially in the UK. The Jordan brand now do that. So, size might only have, if you go to size when the Jordans come out. They might only have three of each size. But there's a demand for a hundred of each size. So the second they come out, they sold out. But when people see that sold out, it makes them want to get involved more. So the next time the Jordans come out, they'll be like, I want them now. I weren't able to get them last time. I'm not going to miss them. So then people start getting bots. People start um, queuing up outside stores and doing all of that to get something that the real demand, they're not supplying the demand. But it increases the demand. So let's go back to Jay Hoss. He, I can actually, I can almost bet he didn't make more than a hundred of each of them coats. Now, now, his overheads are a lot cheaper than other brands. But at the same time, the demands, the the, the supply would have only been 50 to 100 pieces. But now it's sold. They say, oh, it's sold out. But because people are putting him in the same category as these other brands, they're saying, oh, he's done really well. He's sold out of the brand. But the supply is not there. But they're using that same tactic. So on the next go around, you've got people who say, what's, what's this about? I want that. Or even what you do. I've even seen this, and I'm not going to give away where I've seen it. I've seen items that haven't been selling but if you say they have sold out, 
So if you're sitting on, say, 100 pieces or something, yeah, and they're not selling for you, and then you turn around and say, put on your website, sold out, when you put it back available, they'll start to sell. That's a fact. Because the human brain works like that. We want what we can't have. Everyone wants to be having something exclusive, which is why the trainer culture is so big. People run down the trainers that much. Oh, I need those Yeezys, I need them, I need them. Once you get it and you bring it home and you open the box, you don't know what all the hype was about. But it's because everyone else wants it. That's what happens in the clothing world and that's what's going on with the... Well, that's what Jay Huss is trying to build. I would almost bet no one would know this unless you know Huss personally. But I would almost bet he's sitting on them jackets right now. But he's put sold out to shut the to shut the naysayers up, eh, about the pricing. Because now you say they're sold out, it shuts up all the people that were creating conversation online saying, I wonder if he sold them. They ain't going to sell. They're not going to work. They're too much. So you say, sold out. That shuts all of them up. Ah, oh, it did work. Now you get people who weren't interested before interested now on the next go around. But what the problem is when it comes to clothing in the urban world is that, and this is going to lead us into our next topic as well, and we're going to get deep. The problem is this. It's not about clothing. Now, some years ago, I wish I could find that podcast. It was like some of the best, probably one of the best podcasts I've ever did where I broke down the Yeezy culture. I don't even know what happened to that. It was when we was in the old studio, Stephen. I remember that. I remember that. Now, see, I'm, I'm even forgetting where I'm at. So, he's probably at home sitting on the coats. Yeah, so he's sitting on the coat. That's a fact. I would even bet money on that, but we're not, we, you get my point with that. So that's with the Jay Horse situation. Mm. Now let's talk about urban clothing, yeah? Yes. The real cost in urban clothing and all clothing is not the manufacturing. It's the okay. distribution and the marketing. The distribution might be more... Might, the marketing and distribution are probably the, of the same importance. So if you make a T-shirt from scratch... You need that T-shirt to be distributed, which means you need it in the shops. So you need it in JD, Foot Asylum, Foot Locker, all them places. You need the T-shirt there so people can actually buy it. That's distribution. Marketing is making people want to buy it. So that's people being able to see it to say, I want to buy it, which is why Boohoo Men... Um, what's the girl one that everyone's using? Pretty little thing, boohoo men. Mm-hmm. That's that's why they are as big as they are, and they're getting all these superstars to be able not not the English guys, but like Mayweather is selling a tracksuit for twenty. Yeah, Mayweather's on boohoo. You've yeah. also got Fashion Over as well. Fashion Over. That's why they are where they are because they've under they understand the idea of distribution and marketing. So when you go on Instagram. They use all the little influencers to wear the stuff. That's marketing it. So if 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 Mayweather wears that tracksuit on a post to his 
10, 20 million people, whoever, whatever the number is, that is 20 million eyes on that tracksuit. So the same rules apply, but in a much on a much higher level because that 20 million people is buying a tracksuit for 20 quid is much more achievable than buying a jacket for 800 pounds. So what happens now is that's your marketing. Your distribution is being able to get it, but Boohoo has a big enough site that everyone can go to the site. Now with the urban world, yeah, this is the problem, and we're going to go into the next topic in a second. Jay Hoss, his brand is him. So if his music slows down, his brand slows down. All right, so let me just quickly say this then, because I yeah. know where you're going with this. Yeah, man. So when it comes to artist-based or social influencer-based or actor-based or whatever it may be, when it comes to starting a brand... Were you saying it all depends on your popularity to sell said brand? Yeah, basically. A brand, the urban world is the hardest place to build a brand because with, with our, with the youth that follow the type of music, the type of culture, it's a microwave culture where they want it, they want to heat something up quick. And they mm-hmm. want it now. They want it fast. These they're not building brands from the scratch. So if you look at a lot of these guys, it's the brands are relevant to the to the to the to the times. Soon as that time passes, it's like a boy band. That brand's dead. Now let me give you an example. And I don't even like calling out names like this, but we're gonna do it. It's the Express Tube. Tinchy Strider had Star in the Hood. At the time, Tinchy Strider had. A little bit of fame, decent enough fame for the people in JD to put his clothing in there. He also had some headphones, I can't remember what it was called, but they was in Corey's. That's some of the best distribution you can get. Now, his clothing and his headphones died with him. No one cares about him, they don't care about his clothes and headphones. <laughs> now, no, do you get what I'm saying though? Yeah, the brand just, is only relevant. It's it, it. only relevant for as long as he's relevant. Go, Goji, Goji headphones, fam. Okay, there you have it. Now that's the same as any like with another product. You can have someone like Jay Hoss. What he should do is make a brand that no one knows is even associated with him. But yeah, a few pe- I heard a few people say that whispering that, and it's true still, because that's the world we live in, bless. Yeah, so, and, 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 and this is not about, I want to make this clear, it's not about him being black, it's not about him making the type of music that he makes, but to make his brand last, what he should have did, yeah, is had that brand, nothing to do with him, but in every video he's wearing that jacket, there will be people who will look then and say, Mad, what, what's that? What, what jackets that he's got on? Then when he's in an interview, he can say, yo, big up this company that sent me this thing to wear. He will sell more jackets like that than saying, this is my new clothing line. Because mm-hmm. people value the brand by him. Now, let me give you an example before we switch it up because we're going to go deep. Drake made a video 
The song was called Hotline Bling. He had on a red Montclair jacket. Oh, is it Montclair? Yeah. Okay. That jacket costs a grand, thousand quid for that jacket. After that video came out, that jacket was the most sought after Montclair piece of clothing on earth. These are facts. Don't listen to me. These are facts. But uh... The reason for that is because people seen it in the video, but they also know the brand's given the brand's it's a it's like Montclair's giving it to Drake. Drake would no one Drake wouldn't be in his right mind to pay for anything because he's a walking advertisement board. Facts. So any if by Montclair giving him that jacket, you've made your stocks go up. That's an advert you can't pay for. So let's bring it into and any questions you want, you can write in the comments for the Patreons. Pull it in the comments. Everyone else, email and we can answer this. When you look at Bugsy Malone, who went on a rant, and I don't even want to play the audio, Steve, and I want to just keep this flowing. Okay. Bugsy Malone went on a rant where he sat in his car and he said, I stopped wearing North Face because I made North Face popular in London. It wasn't popular in London until I wore it. He then also <laughs> said, North Face flew him out to Switzerland for a meeting and when he went to the meeting they were only speaking about rock climbing and stuff like that which North Face is a brand for rock climbers but a lot of people mm-hmm. didn't seem to know that so before I bring you back in Stephen because I know I've been talking for long I'm going to say one more thing nice, eh? in school if you found my era of school yeah. Everyone wore boots called Rockports. Facts. Went into school and these boots, I remember from year seven, year eight, year nine, I wanted some Rockports and the facts is this, I'm real. I didn't even like them, but I wanted them. Because if you had Rockports in school, it was almost like a stamp of approval. Rockports costed about 150. But they were, they were mountain climbing boots. They were actually ugly, but everyone wanted them because that's what everyone had. But it's a speciality brand. So that further backs what I'm saying in regards to why these things sell. It's not nothing to do with the indi- with the actual individual. So break down this Bugsy thing and I'll come back. This Malone thing, all right. So basically, as Mark is saying, he's going on a rent while he's in the car. Talking about, yeah, they flew me to Switzerland for the meeting and where, where, where. But all they cared about was rock climbing and winter sports and where, where, where. They didn't care about what's going on on the roads and that. That's what I represent. Oh, and they threw some joke after at me and blah, de, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's why I don't wear it no more. Because I made that, I made that. It's like, rude boy. People have been wearing North Face for the longest, yeah? And everyone knows that it's it's winter stuff. Everyone knows that. But obviously, they're, they're a sensible brand. Just like what other brands do. They have a more, uh, I wouldn't even say urban. It's not even urban. More day-to-day, practical side. 
Yeah. So instead of having, instead of a normal geezer buying that big 600 pound coat for climbing the Himalayas, you'll buy the 180 thing or the two or the three bills thing with the, with the goose down in it for when it's cold on the roadside. Yeah. Cause those who know, those who know the show, obviously, you know, I wear, I wear North Face. I got a couple North Face stuff, heavy ones and light ones. I've got quite a few. And I, I I was wearing those a while before Bugs even came on the scene. Like, so I don't know what he's talking about. Basically, you started wearing something because you like it, and it, and then because you you gained a popularity through your music, you're trying to go and like you started everything. All right, fair enough. Maybe your ego is actually that big. Fair enough. But then you dissing them, and you have um, he's got his own thing now, King of the North or whatever which I believe is backed by JD Sports. Yeah? JD Sports have an excellent relationship with North Face, meaning them and North Face make a lot of money with each other. So JD gets certain privileges, such as exclusive trackies, exclusive trainers, even exclusive colorways within their stores. You are now jeopardizing your own financial situation and deal with JD Sports because if North Face get wind of your little rant and find out that it's really upset them, like found it quite disrespectful or whatever and they scream at JD out of the two of you Bogsy Malone v North Face, who do you believe they will, will be willing to back and keep their products within their stores. I doubt it's going to be yours, Rude Boy. And the worst thing is, you're biting the hand that feeds you. Because if you fall out with JD, you finished. I know mine's can try and say, nah, you can push it on your own. And all that. But you haven't got the same push as JD. JD are a conglomerate. They're everywhere and they own everything. I'm just trying to get the thing back up. Because JD own, because Mark sent me this thing. Can you remember them? Them companies have the top. All right, straight away for in, for England, they own Scots yeah. menswear. They own Tasui yes. Tasuti or whatever that's called. Mm-hmm. Um, they own um, size foot asylum. foot asylum. So that's four of the major players on the high street. So what you have to remember with people like Bogsy Malone, who need to have an understanding of what it's like to climb in business. You've been given a... First of all, I echo what Stephen's saying. You, you're not... You know when the... Uh, I watched the video and it was quite it was quite cringy because you've been blessed to, to, to come out of the, 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 the squalor that you say you come from. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So you've been... You've came out of the squalor that you say you come from and you've made it in music... So now you've made it in music, you're on your way to do films. But it's gave you a certain type of um, arrogance to suggest that North Face, people are wearing North Face in the UK. You said London, but in the UK, because you're wearing it. First of all, you liked it to wear it in the first place. Second of all, the Wu-Tang Clan are the reason North Face became urban. Because the Wu-Tang Clan was wearing North Face where man's was, especially in the UK when Wu-Tang were massive. 
they were wearing North Face. Facts. People started seeing them coats and saying, hold on a second, what's that? What's that? Mace and Biggie. Yeah, Mace, Biggie, all these people. But it's a, it's a speciality brand where any speciality brand, yeah, always lasts because it's something that hitchhikers will say, I need a coat, I need a North Face, I need a coat, I need a Heli Hansen, I need a coat, I need a Berghaus. Mm-hmm. They will buy these speciality brands. Now, when these speciality brands see that it's becoming fashionable for the urban community, as in, I hate using that word, but you get what I mean. For yeah, that, yeah, yeah, for yeah, that yeah. community, because when I say urban, it's not just black. You got it's white boys, the, it's just Indian day-to-day, boys. Man. Yeah. Day-to-day people. Day-to-day people that, that are into the things that most of us are into. When they see that it becomes fashionable, for that, for us to start wearing those brands, what they then do is go to companies like the John David Group, which is you know as JD, mm-hmm. and say, "You've got the ear, you've got the ear of these of these of that community. We will make a range exclusive to you that focuses on that community, which is why you see North Face tracksuits, which is why you see North Face galettes." which is why you see North Face baseball caps, which you wouldn't see before that. You I wouldn't see like these things. trainers as well, aren't Yeah, like they're doing these things for that community. So Facts. when Bugsy gets on and says, I'm in competition with North Face, fam, North Face made 14 billion, billion, you know. Wow. In the last something like three years, can you can all this can be double-checked. But something like 14 billion, they've turned over. That's So you have to look at that and you have to look at that. They are a speciality brand. That's what they've started for. They've started for people who climb rocks. The fact that we start to like it don't mean they're going to change it. They will do a range for us. Which is what they do. Which is what they're doing. But when, they, when you're talking about them going to the John, the John David group and saying to them, we want to sell you this. We want to put these things in your stores. There's a JD on every other corner. When people shop in JD, mm-hmm. it's like, that's like the go-to shop for most of, you know what I mean? The, the, that world. Now, when Bugsy upsets North Face in that video and North Face hear that he said certain things which don't make sense anyway because the things you're saying are genuinely not true like it is a ski it is a a climbing brand like it's not focused on our community it's never it's never been for the the normal day-to-day man like, why if would they like worry it, about road youths in manchester why would they care like you you like probably don't even represent 0.5 of their earnings so once you upset them they can go to the John David group and say, I don't want that Beam Alone stuff in your stores. Matter of fact, if it's in your stores, we'll just pull our stuff out. JD have no... Lo- they JD understand this all too well. That bugs him alone. Your brand dies with you. So if your music dies, your brand dies. And like I just broke down with the Jay Huss thing, you're not making no... 100,000 pieces, 200,000 pieces. You, if you're doing 500 pieces, that's good. 
if you're doing 500 pieces, that is good. But like I said, you're the face of everything you do. Then in all your videos and that, first of all, I've never seen no one ever wearing and say, yo fam, what you think about this new Bugsy Malone track to it? I've never heard <laughs> nobody ever say that. No face has no face to it. Like, I'm just trying to show people, like, there's no face. If you're doing something like a podcast, oh, music, um, <laughs> acting, things like that that require a face to it, yes. But No Face has no face. We don't know who owns No Face. Why are facts, right? I can't. So that geezer who owns No Face, he could be the, he could be a slob for all we know, but yeah, we'll no. never know. So, but with you, we see you. You have to keep your brand going. So if you, if you, for any moment of time, fall off, your brand falls off. So this is like, when you come into this, when they come into this clothing thing, you have to have an understanding. You have to have a real understanding of how it works. Like, clothing is best sold without a face to it. All these brands we wear, Nike, Adidas, Puma, Let's Go Higher, Montclair, Stone Island, CP, Ralph Lauren, Fendi, Yes, there is people there, but there's no one making songs behind but these the brands. Thing, yeah, the thing is that we don't really... You got to remember, you know, especially if you're talking high-end brands, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Prada. A lot of the time, yeah, and someone made a good point, it's, it's people's last names, yeah, that have become a brand. But you don't know what the people them look like, like Mark's saying. You this always, is this is, That's how you succeed, especially if you want your company to be big. You have a large, faceless organization so you can put a name to it which is obviously the brand name but you can't put a face to it that's where you want to be man the only time you want to put a face to something is if it's merchandise this is the that's, whole thing. that's a whole different kettle of fish but jd believe you me jd are not looking at you as like any type cow. of breadwinner or anything mm -hmm. they're not looking at you and saying like yo we need to keep bugsy happy They'll just throw it in there and for that for like they'll just throw your brand in there for while you're hot. A man like Bugsy Malone really needs to talk to Tinchy Strider. Yeah, because don't forget Star in the Hood was in there heavy, fam. That was one I think wasn't that one of the first like artist urban things in JD? Yeah, and he was one of the he was actually No, he was the, actually the first one. Yeah, you're right. He's the first one. He was the first man in JD. With his t-shirts. That was groundbreaking at the time. Foot Asylum come. Who's owned by. People that are more from the background of the roads. And they've come now. And that's why you're seeing all these other brands in there. But now JD have took it over. That will change. Because they're a lot more stricter. With how they do their thing. Oh so you think some of them. them, them yeah yeah yeah. Some of them small the brands will be gone. They'll be gone. Yeah, yeah. This is who they got. I got that thing open. JD side. This is this is inter. This is national and international. Yeah. So they've got obviously JD size Foot Patrol. That's American. Finish lines American. Sprinter. I think that's American. They got Sport Zone. They got Chow Sport, Perry Sport and Adventure. Obviously JD Gyms, Tess Uti, Scott's Menswear, like Mark said, and Mainline. They've also got an outdoor thing that they own from. They've got Blacks, Millets, Tissot, and Go Outdoors. So clearly they're becoming a monopoly within this clothing thing. They're, this is the thing. They, 
they know they they know what it takes to to survive in 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 sportswear. So when they they have certain deals, they have certain exclusive deals with with these brands, but because of the growing popularity of the music scene because of the growing popularity of the the music scene that we all love and know, they will let that breathe and say, okay, just mix it in with that other stuff. Because what they don't want is for any type of campaign where someone says, yo, we all spend our money there, but we can't we can't get no money with them. So they understand, exactly. yo, just throw my man in there, let him keep the, keep these keep keep these donuts happy, fam. That's it. But when like with Bozeman on, he's a very very arrogant individual like like don't get me wrong he's very successful and it, comes, it comes across like that it, definitely he's it, it? it, very successful and trust me you'll take my hat off to that but when he jumps on like things and to actually suggest that is laughable it's like not even Wu-Tang Clan would say that not even Wu-Tang Clan would say that so it's a thing where like yo you believe that you're bigger than you are but then you're damaging your brand because like I said these guys only survive as long as their musical brand survives. And where they're getting their advice from, like, there should be someone in the crew the man saying, in the, the man in the mirror, fam. Like, yo, you can't put... If you're a, it's, a, it's a conflict of interest. If you're a rapper talking about the roads and rare, 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 if it's not merch, your name should not be attached to that brand. Learn from the Americans. Name me one American brand that still stands. Now, for the, with the exception of people like Yeezy, but like Steven said before, you have to understand that's only an endorsement. He hasn't made his own trainer. That'll be a different ball game. An endorsement, like you have to think about it. Like, because a man was saying to me, Yeah, but look at Skepta's Nikes, they're sold out. Them are Nike trainers, they'll sell with or without Skepta's endorsement. Like, put it like this I'd buy buy them trainers, I'd buy them trainers without knowing who even Skepta is. Like, because it's night trainers and you're going to look and say, I like them. But if you take away the night branding, the see if they'll sell out like that. Take away the night branding and the night technology and the night marketing and the night distribution. How much of them trainers do you think Skepta will sell? This is what people don't realise. A t-shirt bro. and trainers is two different things. Fam, and this is what these men need to the understand. Crepes, the crepes are hot. They're going to sell. You can make Express Truth 97s. They'll sell out. People don't even know what Express Truth is and they'll still buy them. Yeah. An endorsement is completely different from building your own house. That's like, like when people talk about, the, like even with this podcast, put us on a platform that has, that YouTube don't feel, that YouTube don't shadow ban. Put us on a platform that is 100% non-biased with half a million subs, we'll get them views too. We'll probably get more more views because this is what we do professionally. Like, this is normal okay. to us. We ain't just jumping on it because it's something because it's something that's popular now. We was here before and we'll be here after. So that's what I'm saying. Like, when it comes to things like marketing and branding and things like that, when you're building your own house, it will always take way longer but you have to climb the ladder with humility and you have to climb that ladder and have an understanding that, yo, that's why a lot of these artists, I really don't understand who's advising them. Like, Tinchy Strider... The man, in the, the man should, in the mirror, fam. Tinchy Strider should be teaching these guys because he is a perfect example of a man who was at the top. He was at the top. His clothing 
It's like when you look at um, people like Tiny Temper and that. And they'll be like, oh, he's a fashion connoisseur. No, you're not. You're just a man who likes clothing. You ain't actually put nothing yeah, out Yeah, what's he got to do with fashion? I don't know. Yeah, it. you got nothing to do. You're just a man who likes clothing and dress like that because you got a bit of money. But the second you I'm ain't got no people, second you ain't got no money, all them Richard Milley guys and all that disappear. You, you won't be getting them text messages from them guys anymore. They only give it to you because they know Yo, if someone sees you in it, not, not so much, not so much tiny temper anymore. But let's say someone like, let's say, let's say like Drake, that which is that's mm-hmm. obviously the number one artist in the world for that kind for that type of music. Giving him a watch, like when the other day they were like Drake's got seven hundred and fifty thousand. Jacob, Drake didn't pay a penny for that. Facts, Drake wouldn't have paid a penny. Jacob would have gave him that. Because just, they know sell out, huh? and the headline, oh, he, he bought a seven hundred fifty. Other, other, other idiots who look at that as well <laughs> will look and say, "Ah, oh, Drake, I need that. I need that." He, even if my man sells ten of them, he's made his money back. That's how branding works, people. That's why these dynamic duo T-shirts, these making Thursdays great again T-shirts, they will sell themselves because who messes around with the express truth will buy them. It's not, even, it's I not, think even people who don't, fam, because it's just going to be hard, blood. No, nah, I mean, the, the T-shirt is a lovely T-shirt anyway, but our listeners and people that the have really fam, followed yeah, the journey... The real ones, the core fan base, yeah. They're going to be like, yo... Obviously, you know what? I'm, I'm, I, we apologise, man, because obviously it's like, there's always it's like there's always a flipping excuse. But obviously, we, we're, good to, we're good to go on them, we're ready, innit? But obviously, clear move now, innit? For the nothing. Exactly. So, um... Yeah, man, that's mad. that's about it for this week. But people, um, Patreons, uh, everyone else, we'll see you when we see ya. But Patreons, Check YouTube, Patreons, you got things coming as always. Now nah, I want to break it. I want to break it down because at the minute, come on, come on. To, so Patreons tonight, if you can, between tonight by tomorrow night, we're gonna do the live a live stream review of the CJ Walker series that's on Netflix. So yeah, Patreons, so you know what? Watch it. it might be late tonight or tomorrow. The reason we're giving you it, I want people to watch it. I want people to have seen it and come in and do you know what I mean? And be able to chime in. I want people to call in and stuff as well. I don't want if you can still listen to it if you haven't seen it, but I prefer people to watch it first so they're not coming in cold. You get me? Yeah, so 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 Patreons, it's on Netflix. It's called Self Made. Yeah, go on. Yeah, for. it's called Self Made. It's on Netflix. Go on there, watch that. It's four episodes. Even if you watch half. Watch it. We're doing a live stream on Patreon tomorrow what? about no, it. It's either tomorrow in the day or the night. We're going to talk about yeah, it. Self-made, so sure. like Mark said, self-made, inspired by the life of Madam CJ Walker. Yeah, so that's that. And it's something for you to watch as well. So watch that and we'll be back on Patreon tomorrow live stream. Everyone else, we'll see you next week. It's the Express Truth. We out of here, man. Yeah, listen to the Express Truth Show with my man Mark Hamilton. So stay lucky, is it? Ha <laughs> ha! Big Stigs, you locked into the Express Truth Show. Yeah, keep it locked. Yo, squad, eh? It's your diva, Riva, R-I-V-A. You're locked into Express Truth. The truth can only be one, and one is all. So listen to the truth, understand the truth, and then add your truth. We're available at the App Store and on Google Play. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.